speak into the mic. It sounded good for me, so I just want to make sure you're good. Hello. Speak a word. A word. A word. Speak the word more. Grease is the word. It's a song. It's a... Words. It's emotion. Grease is the way we all feel. You know? No. The song? No. You're the one that I want. You're the one I want to love. Have you watched Grease? Yes. Maybe. I don't know. We're definitely going to watch it now. Welcome to the We Trippin' Podcast. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Joseph. And Joseph. We're the Trippinies. We are the Trippinies. I beat you to it. How's that? How's that well, for I feel like up, I got in the, tricked. up in the game? I feel like I got tricked. You lose. Because you confused me. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that even come from? Joseph? Joseph? My sister? Mm, no. You, it, you would offend Chris very greatly if we were to say Maddie. But I'll offend Maddie, though. Chris invented Joseph. Oh. He called me Joseph all throughout all college. So? So? Do we have anything important to say about our lives? I don't think so. What have we done? It's been a while. We had our anniversary. We, we did! <laughs> we just hit our one year anniversary of marriage. <laughs> and it was fun. We had a little staycation and we... Went to like our favorite food places and we took our dog on a hike and it was fun. A real tall hike. Yes. Up to the Jumonville Cross. If you're from the Uniontown area, you probably know what that is. But it's this really big cross at the top of this big hill and you can see it like from all over town. And it's really cool. Technically, it's a mountain. But. Oh, it's. Yeah. It's at the top of a mountain. But it's not. It's not a fun mountain. It's just a. A large hill. <laughs> yeah, but it was but, really fun to do. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about weird and unexpected origins of things, which is so broad. I didn't yes. know how else to word it, so <laughs> sorry. But um, I just thought it'd be fun to talk about things that have a surprising history. What if you did, wait... Maybe I, maybe I did this game wrong. What if you don't know the history and you just want to know? What if I'm just saying I want to understand the thought process behind blank? You didn't do the homework, did you? Uh, <laughs> teacher! We're supposed to, well, like... Well, I have some with weird backstories. Yeah, that's the whole point some of this. Some that I question the origin of. That's the whole point of this. We're sharing weird origins. We're not asking them. We're providing information. But also, full disclaimer, we got all of this information from the internet, so we cannot we cannot attest to its reliability. But um, we can attest right. to its entertainment value, which is high. Yeah. So how did you do it? On some of them, I just... Because we all know the origin of some things. Like, when they were discovered, I just... There, there's question. Well, we could, but we you can't really backdate some of them mm-hmm. to the point where it's just like you have to question the first person that, that discovered blank, what was going through their mind. You know those kinds okay. of things. Yeah, we'll go ahead and share those first. You want to go through your list sure. and do those ones first. Well, this one I I don't know the history, but I know how it was discovered. But cottage cheese. Mm. But my question for cottage cheese is less. 
the weird origin of it and more the why. There was a man who once upon a time, was he poor? Was he starving? Once upon a time had a milk jug. He let that milk jug sit out somewhere too long (laughs) and it became chonky. He looked at that said milk jug and went, yeah, I'll try it anyways. And he was like, what do you know? That's pretty good and didn't die. But you know what I mean? Those are one of those things where when you say it, if you were the first person to do that, what would be going through your mind to just eat chunky milk? You read me? You're not even paying attention. I am paying attention. I was Googling (laughs) the origins of cottage cheese. What are the origins of cottage cheese? Well, Wikipedia says a popular origin, um, well, a popular story on the origin of cheese was taken from all cheese that Homer's yeah. Odyssey. And as a matter of fact, all cheese. A lot of cheese is just milk that is old. Yes, it's really expired milk. That's weird. It's milk that went sour. They called it Dutch cheese. Granted, cheese is my favorite food on earth, so I'm not upset that we discovered it. But it wouldn't have been me that discovered it. That's for dang sure. They started making it in the U.S. and promoting it widely during the First World War. To save meat for infantry rations. Cottage cheese or cheese in general? Um, cottage cheese along with other dairy products, it says. Oh. So they're pushing that as a source of protein so that they could reserve their meat for soldiers. I, that wasn't that long ago. No, not really. Okay, what's your next so question? cheese didn't exist have? before, like, when was World War? Wait, I don't want to sound No, 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 no. Cheese has been around, like, forever. Oh, uh, okay. I'm saying... In America. In, yeah, in America, they really started pushing cottage cheese. When was cheese. the First World War? 19... No. I don't want to... Hey, Siri. When was the First <laughs> World War? I wanted to say 1930. 1914 and mm-hmm. 1918 was the yeah. Second World War, 1930? 1930. 1930-something to 1940-something. Cool. Well, that had nothing to do... With the topic. My next one. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been talking about cheese way too long. So dairy products, uh, that was actually on my list. Dairy products in general kind of freaked me out. I want to understand the origins and why people thought that was a good idea. Thank you, though, for discovering cheese. Yes. (laughs) Why? Anyways, foods in general, I don't understand the origins of a lot of them. Mushrooms? Think about that. There was a man in the wilderness, saw a thing growing from a tree, plucked it and ate it and didn't die. Yeah. Mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That had to have been the origin. But also, like, after that, he went, that colored mushroom was delicious. Let's keep trying. Oop, that one made me sick. Let's keep trying. Yeah. Oop, that one was also And then delicious. he croaked. And then, and then his... someone died and continued his legacy? Is there like a mushroom man legacy? His friend was like, oh, like I want to know the origins one. of Mushroom Man, who discovered the first edible mushroom and then continued on the legacy when he died eating a mushroom he shouldn't have. And then that person went, okay, all these mushrooms are safe. Let's continue. He ate all the mushrooms and died. And then the legacy continued. Was it like a generational thing? I don't know, thing? man. That's what I'm I saying. Think, I think God went, hey, Adam, you know you can eat that, right? And Adam went for real, and then Adam had to maybe Adam died from mushroom eating. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Listen, where my brain goes. Okay. What's your next thing? 
Uh, eventually, I will get to things that the origins are actually functional, but some mm-hmm. of them we can Google them too. Um, foods, cottage cheese, dairy, sure. There's a lot of other foods. I mean, vegetables in general. People just ate leaves from the ground. We're just like, let's just grab it. Um, language. The Tower of Babylon. What? Right. <laughs> what are you saying? Babel. <laughs> Wait. I said language. What are you? Where are we going here? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just said something really doing, stupid. Are we just doing a Wait. back and forth random first word that comes Tower from of... Language. Tower of Babylon. Flamingo. No, Tower of Babel. In the Bible, the story. I don't know why I said Babylon. Uh-huh. The Tower of Babel. They were trying to build a tower up to heaven, and God humbled them and was like, you're not going to be able to work together at all if you can't understand each other, and then their speech was all confused, and they were those were like some of the origin of a bunch of different languages. Okay, well, let's think about how, let's say it was Adam and Eve. The Tower of Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> let's think about Adam and Eve. Let's say they were the first two to discover language. You know, when you're a baby, when you're growing up, you have to learn. If you're never taught, you'll be 20 years old and can't speak. If you're never right. taught language. It's hard nowadays because everybody speaks. But when you're the only two people on earth, even if God is teaching you, those two people, like, where do they, like, how did they understand language and decide words mean words? That's what I mean. Origins I of language makes no sense to me. Yeah. Because they had to go, fruit is fruit. Apple, apple. Bad apple, snakes that eat a bad apple. But, like, how did they know that? You know? Yeah. Language trips my brain out. Yeah. It is Regardless confusing. of if it's Adam and Eve or even, like, generations past, like, people had to discover languages and then just decide that that word meant that word. Mm-hmm. But then they had to also teach everyone that. And that's... You can't do that now. You can't just... If we were just to up and create a whole new language, not many people would get it. It's hard to do yeah. that. You can't get a whole whole colony of people on board. And language changes a lot Trips too. Out, man. Especially like slang terms mm-hmm. that the youngins use. Yeah, slang. Where did slang come from? Y'all. Well, you all. Y'all. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like slang has easier origins. Okay. Money. Here's what I don't get about money. I'm never going to be able to wrap my mind around this. Everybody's talking about inflation. Why can't the government just deflate it? Like, I know I sound money. so stupid, but... They'd have to take it away. I will never understand that. Just deflate it. Just make everything cheaper. Just mm-hmm. print more money then. But then if they make everything cheaper, the money is still in the people's hands. So just then everybody just money. has an influx of money. So just print more... So? And if you print more money, there's too much money. And then everything is not expensive enough. That's no, why everything so is cheaper inflation. and then people's lives are better because they can actually afford gas and groceries. Correct. I mean, there's too much inflation. I just don't understand government. that. I'll never get money. But that's not, that's not my problem. My problem with money in the or- is the origins of it. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, for generations, initially when ma- mankind existed, they just did things. And then one day they were like, you know what? I no longer want you to have this. <laughs> yeah. Here, give me thing. And yeah. they were like, I trade stick? Or what was it? Like, I don't understand money. Why did they decide to eventually just do everything off of money rather than just go get it? 
Yeah, I think every because everybody used to be a team, just trying to like survive. True. Never mind. Now that does like... make sense. People just progressively got more sucky as. Oh jeez. No, it's true though. <laughs> we, as, as mankind continues to evolve, we just became more selfish. Yeah, if they never like, invented. No, I'm not just gonna give this to you for free while I do that. <laughs> yeah, if they never invented money, we'd all just be like <sighs> trading stuff. Yeah, well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why did I'll we give go you away my from car for your car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last weird one. This one just made me giggle. I was thinking about it today. Um, sorry, I'm checking to make sure I didn't screw anything. Okay, we didn't screw up the podcast. Um, good. I want to. I want to understand. It's not necessarily that I want to know the origins, but I want to understand what the first person who discovered caffeine felt like in that moment and what he thought. Mm. that's it i just that that's less like a weird origin or like how did it happen i just want to know what he thought yeah did he think he was dying <laughs> was he like i guess same amazed? goes for like drugs yeah drugs too man first yeah. person that discovered a shroom like the bad ones as the <laughs> mushroom man <laughs> was going <laughs> mushroom man found the bad mushroom <laughs> and was tripping <laughs> How do you feel? That's probably what killed him. <laughs> Actually. Um, anyways, that's my weird ones. Should I let you go now? And then sure. get back to I only have two interesting ones. <laughs> so I did some research, actually. Oh. And um, I found, I think I have like four or five different facts that I just think are really cool. So the first one is that treadmills were and still are. A form of torture. Dang it. Was that one of yours? Yeah. Okay, this is what happens when you prep a day of. <laughs> I know, I lose. <laughs> What's your other one? Just Don't tell me. Don't say it. I might have it I'm already. Gonna, we'll find out. Okay. So treadmills were created in 1818 for prison use. They were called the tread wheel at first. And it was a contraption in which a large belt activated gears that powered water pumps, grain mills, etc. So prisoners were forced to walk or run on these wheels for 10-hour shifts. This form of labor was so grueling that it caused many injuries and some deaths, and it was eventually replaced with lower-tech options like field work. <sighs> and now we do it for fun, and we pay 10 yeah. or more dollars a month to go to the gym and do Checkmate, it. Checkmate fitness gurus. Yeah. <laughs> Torture. It's literally, there's a reason why you shouldn't exercise. It was yeah. designed as torture. My next one is that the board game Candyland was invented from, well, because of polio. Mm-hmm. So, I knew this one, but it's have not you my heard this? I've seen this one, though. I've never heard this before. So in the early 1940s, the polio epidemic struck America, including a lady named Eleanor Abbott, who was a retired teacher who throughout her treatments spent a lot of time with other patients, especially children who were just super bored. So she created Candyland for them to play as a pastime, and now it's super popular. But it's not like the, like the game wasn't dark back then? No, it was just invented just because kind of the woman dark. who invented it got polio and got bored and hmm. created something. That's happier than I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like Candyland's origins were dark. Okay, mini golf, the origin of mini golf. In Victoria era Scotland, like late 1800s, 
men and women became fascinated with golf. It was like the fun new thing at the time. But the issue with women playing is that they had to swing their arms up above their shoulders, which was a social no-no. Mm-hmm. They like weren't allowed to do that for some reason. So by 1912, the first quote golfsticle, like golf and obstacle, mm. golfsticle, was advertised so that women could enjoy putting without immodestly swinging their arms, like they'd have to in regular golf. So this trend spread to America around 1916 and grew into the game we all know and love today. I just think that's so cool. I think I'm gonna keep calling it golfsticle. A golfsticle. Would you like to share your one? Because I have one more, but it's my long one. What's it about? Pregnancy test. Oh, well, you guys get a heads up. I don't have the thing on it. I didn't read the thing. I just wrote it down. But it's that candles on birthday cakes started as a tribute to the moon goddess. Oh. So from now on, whenever we have candles on a birthday cake, we should just run circles around and go or something. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I could find it. It was the first article I saw. It's right here. It is because um, the ancient Greeks held a festival every spring spring called the Maunisha, maybe, in which women would make offerings to Artemis, the goddess of the hunt and the moon. They prepared honey cakes that they filled with candles meant to shine like the moon in the sky. In many ways, their cakes were just like our modern birthday cakes. Of course, we're missing out on half of the tradition. The Greeks didn't just make a cake. They also butchered a goat. Ooh, Ooh. we should add that into birthday tradition. Mm. But like the birthday boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> have a birthday! <laughs> Combine that with a few traditional balloon animals and you'll have a birthday party your child will be telling therapists about for years. That's what the article said, not me. Wow. I have others. I'm Googling things now just to add some spice to it. No, you don't have that. to. That's fine. No, nah, I got some. They know you didn't do your homework. It's fine. I never do my homework and I had a 4 and my master's, so... <laughs> Natural genes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. My last big fact is the history of pregnancy tests. So this is the fact that started the idea for this episode. And I wanted to learn more about it. I went down a rabbit hole after watching an episode of Riverdale. Oh. Where they were back in the 19, like 1950s. And um, they did a pregnancy test this way and I was like there's no way that's legit and I had to google it and so okay this is it starting a long 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 time ago women would pee on seeds to see if they would sprout and if they would sprout if the seed would sprout you're pregnant if it didn't you're not I don't know how that came to be a thing but I, I don't know in the 1920s the first modern pregnancy test um, was created, and it was animal-based. So, the woman's urine was injected into animals, usually mice and rabbits. And if they were pregnant, their urine would cause the animals to ovulate, visible by enlarged ovaries seen in a a dissection. So, they would, like, inject these animals and then dissect them to see... 
if the woman was pregnant or not. Isn't that so bizarre? That is interesting. It's crazy. So you discovered so, that because of a. I'm getting to. Weird... I'm getting to the Riverdale thing. Oh. But um, it's called the Hogben test. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but that's what it looks like. H o g b e n test, named after the British zoologist Lancelot Hogben. It's the most reliable and rapid test in the 1940s and 60s, or through 60s. So the woman's urine was injected into the skin on the backs of female African clawed frogs. Mm. Very specific breed, I guess. So it has something to do with the hormone levels in the urine released by the fertilized egg. But basically, if the woman is pregnant, the urine would cause the frog to ovulate and lay eggs. So in Riverdale, I saw... it it was in like the 50s and the this one girl was like i think i'm pregnant and her friend was like i know how to figure it out and they got this frog and they injected it with her urine and they left it overnight and when they came back in the morning there were eggs i don't like so they were like oh you're pregnant and i was like there's no way that actually happened but it did so in 1960 the antibody-based tests were developed which made testing faster and more routine, and it could be done in a doctor's office. Then the at-home versions became available by 1971, and then they took stick shape around 1988, and that developed into the one that you can buy off the shelves today. But I just thought that that frog bit was so crazy. That is terrifying. I don't like it. (laughs) Mm, I'm finding weird origins of things. Not good in a lot. You don't have anything else though? I have some origins of common phrases. Do it. That I wanted to share. Do you give up on adding more to the conversation? For now, but I'm still looking. How about you just quit and then react to what I say? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the first one is cat got your tongue. You know that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Google says there are several possibilities, but one is that in ancient Egypt, the tongues of liars were cut off and fed to the cats. Awesome. Yeah. That's fun. The phrase mad as a hatter started in the 17th and 18th centuries because literal hatters, like people who made hats in France, were poisoned by the the mercury used for certain materials, and they would develop, quote, mad hatter disease which was characterized by shyness, irritability, and tremors that would make the person appear mad or crazy. Hmm, so that's like so, like the Mad Hatter from, what is that from? Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty historically accurate. Mm-hmm. And the last one is White Elephant. Now a fun Christmas gift exchange wants a weird form of revenge. So apparently, white elephants were considered sacred creatures in Thailand, and they were even on the national flag until 1917, but they were also used as a very backhanded, passive-aggressive sort of punishment. If someone offended or angered a Siamese king, they might gift them a literal white elephant, which at first seemed like a kind gesture, because it's like, oh wow, those are so, like, like a big bougie. Old elephant? Yeah. 
but the animals were insanely expensive to feed and house, so owning them would often drive one into financial ruin. The term is also Mm. now used to refer to any burdensome possession. Interesting, huh? So, like, a big old elephant does a thing, a bino elephant? What? A white elephant. So, like, albino, though, does the same thing? I think albino and white are different. Is an albino just a white one? Well, we're white, not albino. (laughs) Yeah, but they're they're albino humans. Yeah. For real? Wait, you didn't know that? No. (laughs) Really? No. I don't know what causes it, but, yeah, they have, like, they're almost, like, like they look bleached kind of like they have like really white hair and super pale skin no that was something different (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) i'm I'm not the smartest okay but i am i'm trying well now i'm looking up what that was what the tiligo Vitiligo? Uh, What's that? I think that's how you say it. Vitiligo. It's when your skin starts to lose its pigment over time. Oh, yes. And then, so like you, your skin becomes white or like almost completely white after like over a long period of time. But, um. I'm going to look up a white elephant then so they're not the same as albino. But isn't albino just white though? Like not not even to sound not, dumb. Like are I they think, just white? I think it's more colorless than it is white. Oh. That's a white out el- that ain't Albinism a white elephant. That's a pink elephant. Is an inherited condition that leads to someone having very light skin, hair, and eyes. It happens because they have less melanin than usual in their bodies. And melanin is what gives your skin, hair, eyes, everything color. Mm. And they frequently have vision problems. White elephants are very pink. Are they? Yeah, that's what a white elephant, it's pink. Interesting. So who looked at that and what? I'm going to call you white. Weird origins of things. Everybody listening, you should go Google one. Who looked at a white elephant that was pink and said, I'm going to call you white. Was it a colorblind person? I want to understand uh, the origins of that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Some of them are white, but they're also not real. I think. You're like, what do you mean? That that that, that, that white? Real? Yeah. Okay. Some of them are white and some of them are pink. I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's just super light colored. I don't know. Yeah. They're definitely light, way lighter than a regular like elephant, but... Wow. Is that all of our weird origins? Mm-hmm. That's all we had prepared for you guys today. Hey. That's all good. We've got stuff to read, though, don't we? From two people? <gasps> one people? Thank you. People. They would have been probably so upset we if I forgot. Mm-hmm. We had two responses when I asked you guys for some weird origins of things. Um, the first one says, talk about what birds really are. Drones for the government. That's not really an origin. (laughs) (laughs) Do we believe that? Um, yes. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie? Right. 
What did you say? The birds work for the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie? Is that how you say it? What's a bourgeoisie? I'm learning so many things today. I want to know. Well, hold on. So, yeah, that's... Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. I guess we're... Bourgeoisie. What is that? It's... <laughs> The middle class, typically with reference to its perceived materialistic values or conventional attitudes. So, pigeons are middle class? Is that what we're... Where are we at here? Hello? Hold on. <laughs> what? All of the birds died in 1986 due to Reagan killing them and replacing them with spies that are now watching us the birds work for the bourgeoisie don't so the birds work <laughs> for the middle class apparently i ain't seen no birds helping me that's all <laughs> that's i'm saying joke. that was a vine <laughs> oh, that was a vine yes that's a, he sounded like he was joking but i wasn't sure anyway. i agree the birds are drones <laughs> the next question I think if the government wanted drones, they would just fly drones around. That's more suspicious, though. And then be like, what? You don't like it? Move. <laughs> more suspicious. And the second one is, the Cotton Eye Joe song is about STD testing. Where did you come from? Where did you go? In... Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> Never heard that one before, but I, I see it. Not for real. We can look it up. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's real, but like, I want to Google the things. Go ahead. Cotton. Oh, Coyton. I. Joe. Go to Reddit. Anyways. You said Reddit? Yeah. Now, is that trustworthy? <laughs> anyway, the song may or may not be about that, but I can see I where that it. comparison could be drawn. No, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, there's a lot of theories online. I don't want to read them all. Yeah. I want to see that one, though, like read about that. All right. Well, thanks to those of you who shared the weird origins of things. Um, this episode was a lot of fun to like research. I had a lot of fun looking into stuff. Hey, me too. I was late. <laughs> I still did it, though. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And we hope you had I fun had listening. I had a lot of fun. I was so excited about my treadmill one, but then you already had it. So I stole it. Yeah. I was happy about that. And we hope you guys had fun listening. So... What else do we say? I already said I hope you have Thank fun you. listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm going to say it. Don't trip on your way out.